Hey everyone, uh, this is a special two-part episode because we talked a lot about this. So, uh, there's going to be a break for the first part. So, enjoy. Welcome to The Breakdown. I'm your host, Isaac Mateus. I'm here with Stephen and Johnny. In our show, The Breakdown, we seek to equip students and parents with a biblical framework, practical wisdom, and resources so they would further their relationship with Jesus Christ and further the mission of God. Guys, let's get started with the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? Doing well. Doing great, buddy. Thanks. What's well, good? It's good. I was thinking about uh, recently. I've been thinking about V8. I don't know if you guys know that brand. Is that brand even around still? V8. Yeah, it's man. It's like the vegetable. It's like a full serving of vegetables in a can. Yeah, I remember when I was younger. You know, you see the commercials of like you should have had a V8, and the guy would like get hit on the forehead, and then like bonk, and then it would you know flash the whatever flavor. I never tried the vegetable ones. No, I actually did, and they're pretty bad. They're bad. I don't know if you guys have had those. I tried the fruit, though. The The fruit joints were my stuff, dude, when I was growing up. I would just be throwing them back. Um, obviously, you know, just the juice. Uh, so it got me thinking, you know, thinking about, you know, old commercials, old things that I used to do as a kid, you know, Danimals, Go-Gurts, thinking about all that stuff. Did you guys, like, did you, did you guys ever eat, like, stuff? Do you, you, like specifically that you remember as a childhood that like in your childhood that was like this was the best thing when i was a kid i do but i have a question for you real quick have yeah. you been feeling nostalgic lately because last week it was ball pits yeah when you were a kid now yeah. it's snacks that you had when you were a kid yeah so yeah yeah so covid19 has really given me the the ability to reflect on my life and to see that when i was five years old it was better yeah that i peaked at five years old i think so for me right for me, I grew up when like Ghostbusters was a thing, right? So like, sure. I was born in 1984. I think the original Ghostbusters movie came out like within a couple of years of that, right? So when I was a kid, they made Ghostbusters into a cartoon series. So High C, if yes. y'all know what High C is, please tell me. Came out with the ecto coolers. Let's go, Johnny. High C ecto coolers were the stuff when I was a kid, man. Let's go, Johnny. I loved it. That's a good opinion. That's a good opinion, Johnny. Steven, did you just eat like shucks of corn? Did you just pull them like right off the like? No nah, man, he's from Vidalia. He oh, had sorry. Onions. You just grabbed onions out of the dirt and you just just ate into them. What what did you I remember as a kid getting those little Kool-Aid little things where you twist the top off and you can drink the little Kool-Aid jug thing or whatever that is. Like a little plastic Yeah, it looked like a barrel. Kool-Aid. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But No, I, I know the do... I know what he's talking about. You're talking about yeah, you're talking about the called, hug barrel. It's like a little bottle. It's just plastic little bottle mm-hmm. of Kool-Aid that takes like three swallows now as a grown person. You it's know, like a waxy plastic that like, you just twisted the top yeah, off. Oh like, yeah, with the weird chew like, on that all day. But like Yeah, we didn't I do, do know what you're talking about. I mean I was one of seven kids and we weren't like wealthy and we were fairly healthy, so we didn't do a lot of sugar and stuff. So like Kool Aid was a rare thing at our house. So like when we got Kool Aid, everybody wanted to drink it real quick, you know, because we didn't have anything with sugar for the most part. Mm. And so, like I remember getting some of those things. And like yeah, man, I was the stuff. I could twist off and chew on that little thing all day, or go to my friend's house and get one of those. And like yes, yeah. so I could drink like all of these because I don't ever have them at home. That was that was cool for me. Mm. I didn't eat just onions. Mm. That's disappointing. I, I kind of just picture you in overalls with like no t-shirt under. You would like the with they're rolled up. You have no socks and shoes on, and you're just playing in the dirt. 
just grabbing onions out of the ground and chewing them. That's just like what I think. You probably, if you had not watched Swamp People, you probably wouldn't even have like a an example of something like that. Like no actual visual for what I was like. But since you watched Swamp People, all of a sudden that's what I'm like mm-hmm. to you. I suddenly just, I feel like you're like, you're just <laughs> growing up like as Tom Sawyer. <laughs> anyway. All right, so on the podcast, on the docket, we have a guest. We have a special guest. A special guest. And that is Jason Brown. Do you, do you want me to call you Jason Brown or Jace Brown? Uh, either one's fine. Can I call you Lamar? That's actually no, your middle name. No, you can't call me Lamar. All right, Lamar. Thank you for being on the show, Lamar. Yeah, you're welcome. Lamar Brown is our college director here at Richland Creek Community Church, and he is a great guy. Uh, he is a philosophical mind uh, leading uh, the charge um, you know everybody's reading his books what's your what's your new book Jace uh, yeah the yeah it's not out yet it's C-Spot Run okay oh yeah, yeah I see it's not out yet yeah, uh, just be on the lookout for that yeah uh, while we have you here any any snacks before we get into the question any snacks you had as a kid that you were just like this is the best thing ever uh, it's a good question actually I have a funny story that's sort of related to Stevens um so when I was, um, he's also from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I'm also from Georgia, but uh, not the onion part. Um, and so when I was growing up, we, uh, me and a buddy, we got together and we got ten bucks between the two of us, and we walked down to the local store, um, and they were selling little hugs by the five dollar case. So you get an entire case of little hugs for five dollars. Now little hugs was basically like kind of like Kool Aid, like uh, Steven's thing. But they were in like this little barrel shape and they had like an aluminum top and you rip it off, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. And so we just, we were real dumb. We bought two cases and we were like, uh, let's drink as many as we can before we throw up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so How we did. How long did you last? Uh, I think I got my whole case down. Um, <laughs> wow. It was 24 in a case. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Uh, he did not. I think he made it like 16. And I'm telling you, the throw-up was just rainbow color. It was, it was amazing. It was so many colors in one. So you're now like, we've lost all like of our the, listeners. <laughs> you're like the hugs champion of the world. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. The, ch- the hugs chug champion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take that title. That's, that's a good one. That sounds like a competition. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds the so awesome. Chug. Yeah. Like, we're going to do that next episode, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, the, yeah. Hug, the hug chug yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry you can't see this. Yeah, so uh, that, that reminds me of my childhood. That, that's so yeah. good. Thank you that for that. And the, the cookies that would, you would put on your finger is like a ring. Remember those? They were like flowers. I remember the lollipops that you put on your fingers. Oh my gosh, yes, the yeah, flower yeah. ones. Yeah, the yeah, flower yeah. shapes that I, yes, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot. About yeah, those were my childhood. They were terrible. They were they the worst horrible, cookies but ever. You would just, but you I could would put, put them on your, all my fingers yeah. and I would just be like, look at me. Yeah, pretending you're like a king with all these rings or something. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Jace, we're happy to have you on here, man. Hey, thank thanks, you for, man. Thank you for being here. Let's get to the question on the docket for today. Docket for today, this is the question that we have uh, sent in to us. Uh, it says this, how do we have finite proof that there is a God that loves us and doesn't just set things in place for us and make us follow him? So I guess like a, sort of like a deistic, there's like kind of two parts to it. It's like a deistic view, like there's a God. How do we know that God didn't just like make everything and then just like kind of walk away and be like, I don't care about you fools. And then two is like, how do we know that his commands are good? Or how do we even know that like God even created? How like how are we convinced of that? So 
sort of a more philosophical take on this, uh, which we've not done much of. But we have a leading mind with us, Jason Brown. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say leading, but sure. We so, have a mind with us. <laughs> in Isaac Mateus. And then we have, uh, you know, Tom Sawyer. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Am I Tom Sawyer or Stephen Tom no, Sawyer? No, no, it's definitely. I think, I think, it, I think everybody really? knows who Tom Sawyer okay. is in this group, actually. Right. I'm waiting to hear what you say I am. Yeah, I don't have an answer, man. <laughs> I thought Goliath, but I was like, but he's not that big. He's also not a jerk, you know? So it's like... We'll just call him Bones McGee. <laughs> Bones McGee. Bones it. McGee. All right, so it. this is the minds you have. So uh, initial thoughts, gentlemen, what are you thinking? So when somebody asks you, man, how do we know that God really created stuff? How do we know there was even a God to create stuff? What's like your immediate go-to? you have a verse? Do you have uh, an argument that you got in your repertoire, your arsenal? Yeah, well, I mean, I would say the Bible is clear that God is creator, right? I mean, uh, we've talked in the past about from the very first word in Genesis, we see that God is creator. Um, so as, as I hear this question, um, first I'm like, well, look at, look at your Bible, right? But then I realize that there's people uh, that do not believe in the inerrancy of Scripture. They don't believe in uh, the fact that the Bible is 100% true and without any mixture of error. So then you go to a philosophical argument, right? So um, for, for me, uh, one that's stuck out to me is the unmoved mover in which, um, you know, we have a scientific uh, law where there's, there's a cause and an effect. Every effect has a cause, and there can't be this infinite regeneration uh, of, uh, of causes, right? So there has to be an original um, uncaused cause, right? That, that uh, is the one that started everything. And, and if he had to have a cause, then that infinite regression uh, just keeps on going. I think I said regeneration, I meant re it's regression. Right. It's an it's infinite right. regression of causes, right. my fault. Um, if, if he had to be caused, then that regression just continues to go. So there has to be an uncaused cause. And for me, a good explanation to be an uncaused cause, the, the orig originator of causes would be God yeah. um, as creator, right? So. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that that's a fairly good argument. Um, and I think it was Anselm that, uh, no, it wasn't Anselm. It was Aristotle. Uh, Aristotle. Thank you. I'm terrible with this stuff. I told you guys, man, I, I, I'm not, it's I'm fine. Not the philosopher, mind the, philosopher, the but, philosopher in uh, me and Jace are yeah. just cringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and cringing. also, and also now Jace is cringing cause I'm just a philo <laughs> philosopher or something. I don't know what happened. Well, all right. So a stroke midway yeah, through no. this thing. So there can't be an infinite regression of causes. Aristotle yeah. uh, was, was a, you know, good thinker for, for this. Um, yep. So a good explanation for the unmoved mover would be God and, and the existence of God. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, practically speaking, I'm a simple-minded person as well, and so I, I don't, like, dive into philosophy and, and read a bunch of stuff on that. Um, for me, you know, uh, when I think just real practically speaking, uh, all of humanity desires something good and something better and has the recognition that there's more. Um, and so just by looking at creation, just by wondering and pondering, uh, every person on the planet desires something. And usually it's something better, it's something more, it's something bigger, and has a recognition that there is 
something just by nature, uh, just by design. Um, and you, you can't just make that up. Like God's uh, intricately designed us to where we actually desire something greater. And so uh, what I mean by that is you, you kind of take that argument and you just say, practically speaking, man, why do I actually desire to be good? Why do I actually desire, uh, you know, why do we make up creatures like Superman? Or why do we uh, make up stories where there's a hero and where there's, uh, it, you know, why do we even call out to the name of Jesus or to God when we get scared or something like I mean, this happens all over the world. You know, people just in a moment of crisis, they immediately think, I need help, and something else out there could help me. Uh, and there's just by, by natural design, we actually know deep within us that there's something better, something more, something greater than ourselves. Um, and I think just practically speaking, like if you were to evaluate your life like, and, and think through, like what is your actual desires? Um, what do you actually think about? What do you actually ponder? Upon and the, the very fact that you can imagine something greater uh, and it, to me screams that there is something greater. You know, I think of uh, kind of in the same vein of thinking uh, from Genesis 1 uh, when God creates mankind at the beginning um, uh, and so the very first humans he creates uh, he even creates them in his own image and likeness and that idea of likeness is that we are uh, humanity then is like God in a way that all of other creation is not so we actually think and design and plan and imagine and wonder and write and come up with new things and we or we come up with complex situations and complex designs of things and we travel and we fly and we do all these feats that the rest of creation doesn't do um, but yet we're the only one that's made in the likeness of God and in the image of God. And so humanity itself screams that there is a designer, that there is something greater out there, um, and if, especially if we are actually created, the Bible says, in his likeness and image, then why are we so different than the rest of creation? Uh, that, to me, screams for the existence of God. Like, man, that's exactly what he says in his word. And so for me, that is the, the proof. When I just evaluate things, I'm just like, duh. Like, but I'm simple-minded, right? So for me, it's just like that all makes sense. That there is a God because I actually desire something greater. Um, and, and that's what he says. Like in his word, there's a recognition that he exists just by, because we exist. Yeah, so Pastor Johnny and Pastor Stephen are hitting at two really good um, uh, historic arguments for, for Christianity. So one... You know, sort of uncaused cause, prime mover, all that stuff. Uh, it's the idea that, like, if I make a paper airplane, for example, then the cause of the paper airplane is not the airplane itself. It can't be, right? It has to be outside of it. And so in the same way, we know scientifically, like, if you want to put some real handles on this stuff, we know that the universe began to exist, right? Because we can look at things like uh, background radiation of the universe and see there is a red shift that means things are moving away well if you rewind the camera right if you rewind the video you know that it all began at a singularity a single point and so we know the universe began to exist so just like the paper airplane there has to be a cause outside of both space and time uh, that caused the universe to exist right that brought it into being uh, and so anything that's going to be outside of both space and time you're talking somebody something immaterial right something that's timeless uh, something that is wise and powerful. I mean, at this point, 
there really isn't much other explanation other than God. You can name it some other name, but it's still going to be uh, God, right? Um, and then I love what Stephen is doing because he's pulling up basically what uh, C.S. Lewis's argument from desire was. And Lewis was, he was a very interesting guy. Like, if you understand his history, he went through World War I um, and just, it was just awful for him. I mean, it was a bloodbath. And so he came out of that being an atheist, um, seeing all the destruction and, and death and things there. Um, but he found that there was a part of him uh, that just never was fully satisfied uh, for some reason. Um, and he concluded that, well, if I have this desire that's in me that can't be fulfilled by anything in the world, uh, then the source or fulfillment of that desire uh, has to be outside the world, right? It has to be something else. Uh, and that's eventually uh, part of what drove him towards Christianity. Um, and you can check out some biographies on him for that stuff because they do a fantastic job, or even just his own autobiography uh, called Surprised by Joy. All right, well, uh, we're out of time. Uh, we've gone already pretty pretty long. Uh, so check back with us for part two. We'll kind of we'll, we'll gather back again. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for being here uh, and look for part two. Mm-hmm.